0: Blog Talk Radio. How and soon We'll be done With the trouble
1: Page one, Bible study. I am your man, Heavy-Handed Jay, and we are back for another session. Okay, I'm reloaded. I am ready, let's do it, man. Y'all know how this goes. Page one, Bible study. No church clothes allowed. Um, Safe place, man, safe place for those who wanna be learners and don't want all the shame attached. Tired of shaking your head, yes. you, You know who Paul is, you know who Luke is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not what we're doing here. We're actually going to really dig into these things. And, and what we're doing here, this is the In the Beginning series. It's the series, guys. So uh with, we're taking it from the beginning. You know, like I said, it's the same place we're here to learn on page one. And so what better place to start than the beginning, right? And so uh, last week, we got into some of Genesis chapter 1, and we got into some of the details there, and that was, a lot of that was talking about creation. God just making the earth for the most part. Just, you know, it was a dark place, and God brought some light. He brought some flowers, some trees, Um, and we just started from the beginning, and we're going to get to the end of this, and we got our Adam and all in the beginning, you know, you have your Adam and Eve and then eventually Adam and Eve gets kicked out the garden, you know? So that's what will eventually happen, but we're going to get into some of the details until we get there, you know? So we're, we're going to move on to chapter two this week. I want to thank everybody for joining me for the, for the in the beginning series. If you want to learn like I do, um, I'm really, really waiting to the point where God just tell them y'all got to leave uh, because you screwed up. Y'all got to leave the garden. Out of here, out of here. But um, until we get there, man, we'll 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 dig it all out. We'll comb through it all, and I think I got uh, something—a good take for you tonight. I, I believe I got something that you definitely overlooked. And uh, today's, today's show title, of course, is the series is in the beginning, but today's show title is Women Are a Special Creation. I'm going to point out in Chapter 2, what separates women from every other creature living on Earth? Man, do we, do we, do we know what that could be? What separates women from every single other living creature on earth? And it's and it's been sitting right here in front of our face. But you know the, the theme here on page one Bible study, man. We here to learn, so you're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. Yes, sir. You're gonna learn here today, man. Um again it's page one, man. This is the Wildest Flock Network. This is page of Bible one page one Bible study of the wildest flock network man. If you got some work out there, you want to be a part of the team. You want to become one of the the podcasters here on the network man. Come over, come on over to the wildest flock. We we, we got them laced man. We got shows on. Man. We got a married, married couples anonymous with uh, Juan Draper, Nisha Draper doing their thing, keeping it fire and flame over there. Um, we got. Stick Turdy with Nisha and Brittany. That's fire. You know that that's that's original content right there. You don't get no better. The network is loaded, man. Um, we got a page one Bible study with Israel Benjamin. His name is Benjamin. But look, if my last name was Benjamin, I would definitely call myself Benjamin. And uh, we have myself. We have Sunday services, Andre, also. Uh, we loaded, man. We loaded over here at the wildest flock. So. Um, Make sure you you're checking in for all of those um this is page one, you no know, Sunday close out, and uh we're gonna get in a bit of this verse two of Genesis today. um We're gonna move through it slowly, but before before we start getting into it, man, I always like to say a prayer just to make sure um everything everything we're getting is going to the right places. Let's bow our head and take a moment, um heavenly Father. We thank you for this this quest for knowledge For those of us who are Joining in today We hope that the uh, the Things that come up today Father Are nourishing for our lives um, We use them as Guidance and we're able to Apply the things that we learn And, and the, the things that we come across To our lives and use it wisely So thank you Lord um, And let's just get into it with that said Man um, You know Chapter Two, we're just gonna get right into it Genesis um, more creation going on, you know in chapter One, God created the earth, the stars, the heavens uh now we're gonna get we, we gonna get to the um, some Adam and Eve stuff here so so let's get into it. Let me get into the first part. I'm gonna play uh chapter chapter Two verses one through ten, and this is coming out of the King James Version if you'd like to read along.
2: Chapter 2 Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them, and on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day, and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created, in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth, and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, and out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight, and good for food, the tree of life also in the midst of the garden, and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden, and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The
1: yep, so that's chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. In chapter 2, you have 25 verses. Uh, you know, there you have, you know, God creating man. God creating man. But first, one of the things, and, um, as I'm doing my research here, guys, I come across some atheist stuff, you know. And look, I ain't going to laugh. Atheists are funny. They're funny to me. Um, because they actually come up with some pretty funny stuff. But... I assure you that every last thing they can come up with can be debunked. I assure you that. God will never leave you without the ability to be able to debunk a hater. And so one of the things that uh, atheists directly go to is um, verse 2. And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his his work which he had made. So, atheists are like, God needed to rest? Are you kidding me? You know, but they're getting a good laugh out of it. (laughs) (laughs) It, It's funny to him, you know. We got on Kawhi for that one, you know, and it's like, you know, they get a good laugh. The guy needed, oh boy, I'm so tired of creating those mountains. You know he's just pooped he's, he needs to you know have some leisure at night um and that would appear to be so that would appear to be so right but um and even i, even I would ask that question, and for those that of us are beginners, and maybe that's why you're here, that's certainly why I'm here um I certainly ask the question, why would God need to rest that's 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 kind of interesting so as I did my research, you know, I came across some um, some context for us here, fellas, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, uh, came across some context to that. Um, and what I came across is that uh, when it says that God rested from his work, we are not talking about physical rest. We're talking about resting from working, resting from creation, and resting in now having rule over the universe this is his residence now so let's bring some context to it and we'll also talk about how god would need to rest right we got some scripture let's get into it though but this is this is some um some context into god needing to rest
3: why did god rest on the seventh day in genesis was he exhausted from his work how could an omnipotent god be exhausted many atheists Bring this up as an attack on the Bible and God Himself. If He is supposed to be all-powerful, why did He need to rest? Well, this is a case of misreading scripture with Western eyes. Rest, in the ancient world, did not always refer to someone needing sleep or to recover from work. It can be and does have other uses as well. For example, when God said He was going to give Israel rest from their enemies, He is not referring to sleep or leisure time but freedom from invasion and war. It is merely giving them rest from a specific activity that they have been engaged in. Another example is in Matthew 11:28, where Jesus says, Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He isn't offering his followers a good night's sleep or time to physically recuperate. He is prescribing a new covenant through him where people can enter the work and the order of the kingdom without hard religious labor. Hebrews 4 9-11, as well as not speaking of physical relaxation, but security and reconciliation that we have in God through Christ. So many times in scripture, resting doesn't refer to something we do because of exhaustion, but an act of entering into a new time or place of order and stability. It is like today if a soldier said his unit's resting point was over the hill. He would be referring to the place where his unit mainly resides, Genesis is not referring to God physically relaxing, but choosing his place of residence, which is in the midst of creation he just ordered for his good. John Walton says, We can discern that resting retains the security and stability found in equilibrium of an ordered system. When God rests on the seventh day, he is taking up his residence in the ordered system that he has brought about in the previous six days. It is not something that he does only on the seventh day it is what he does every day thereafter furthermore his rest is not just a matter of having a place of residence he is exercising his control over this ordered system where he intends to relate to the people whom he has placed there and for whom he has made the system function it is his place of residence it is a place of relationship but beyond those it is also a place of his rule so genesis is referring to god taking up residence in the midst of His creation. God has finished His work and now enters it as the place where He resides over creation. We see the same language in places like Psalm 132 where it says the temple is the dwelling and resting place of God. In the ancient Near East, temples were seen as the resting place of a deity. God came to dwell in the promised land among Israel, so it was His resting place, meaning where He resided. In Genesis, God is simply taking up residence in the creation he ordered and functioned, not physically relaxing. Day seven is the fulfillment of the previous six days. God has ordered the universe and now takes up his residence in the midst of creation. So how the ancient people understood this passage was on the seventh day, God took up residence among his people. And therefore, this is nothing more than a case of misreading scripture with western eyes.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I think that's pretty accurate. Um God would not need to rest. God needing rest to me is laughable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um and and let's not just take a a person's mind or that guy's um opinion about it. Um I have a scripture that uh I think speaks to it. Isaiah 40, 28. Has not, hast thou not known, has thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of ends of the earth, not, neither weary? There is no searching of his understanding. So that's God basically tell you, homie, I don't get faint, and I don't get weary. Have you not heard? I'm everlasting. So, yes. Yeah. You know, and and there's several more that I, that um, God lets you know. Like I, I, I'm always on the clock, and you know? you know, thank Him for that too, man. That's that's something as I've come in my path with the Lord. is thanking Him for. I've been thanking the Lord for old stuff lately. Like man, hey, thank you for that time when I was 14. You know, thank you for that time when I did that stupid stuff that could have landed me in life for jail. You're always on the clock, ain't you, man? You always on the clock. You always on the clock. Even when I'm when I got my guards down, you 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 still looking out. So um I think man y'all should definitely add that to your to your um thanking of the Lord. But yeah, God needing the rest. No, man. You don't need rest. And uh when we're talking about him resting on the seventh day, this is him resting from his work and uh, you know, making his his residence over the earth. Um uh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that's something that people get hung up on, <clears throat> but it's not so. Uh, going forward, another thing I like about it is the seven-day cycle. The seven-day cycle, you know, there I think there's a lot there in, in itself. I'm sure you you out there like myself, you question, why do why is the why do we just live on this 24-hour night evening seven-day and we can trace it all back to the Lord, you know. Everything you can trace back to the Lord. I think He makes Himself far more relative to us than we can than we can ever imagine. I think every every fear, every worry, everything is, is when the Lord tells us that He's creating us in His image. I think that's not that's. Um, not figurative speech. I think he's little. I think in every sense of the word. I think from every emotion to feeling to to insecurity. Yes, the Lord has insecurity. I, I, I this is me theorizing. Um, but you know he obviously will tell you he, he only don't want you. You know he's a jealous God, right? Um, so you know jealousy. You know yes these are these are feelings, and I, I believe when the Lord tells us. He creates us in his image. It is literally speaking. And um, seven day cycle and the creation, and you know, all the rest, night and uh, morning becomes day, all that stuff. Yeah, definitely goes into it, man. Definitely goes into it. Um, Also, let's get to some of this. So let's get to Adam here. Let me get to my, my app here. So, One second, let me catch up with it. So let's let's start in verse five. And every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. And the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord formed man of dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils and breathed life, the breath of life. And the man became a living soul. Okay, that we have man being created right there from from the dust, from the ground. And and that's something I want you guys to keep in mind, because I told you, women are the most special creature on earth. You know, now, now let, let me do a quick check in. I got my mans online. I got a I got one online. I just I know he might not you might just be listening. But I, I don't want you to give it away if you know if you know my boy. If you already know what I'm leading up to. But let me just check in with you and see if you know why women are the most special creature on earth. Family good um, evening What's Hey 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 how's it going boss?
4: Uh, um now now I'm I'm falling back. I'm listening I'm curious to to hear uh you 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 will get down on it, man. So I'm I'm waiting. I uh, I was playing with a few notions there, wondering where
1: you was going, but I I can tell you with all honesty, I have no idea where mm. you going. Anything you'd like to chime in on? I kind of went through yet. Uh no, I think I think you're solid, man. I think you're solid.
4: I'm just eager to, to hear uh, which way you turn us
1: no doubt, no doubt. I'm going to check in with you in a minute then, bro. Okay. Uh, so, God makes man from dust. Let's go exactly to it. And out of the ground made of the Lord. Whoever. Oh, no, no, no. That's not where we want. There we go here. Uh, let me get back to it. Face of the ground. Okay, verse 7, chapter 2, verse 7, And the Lord God formed man of the dust, of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Chapter 2, verse 7, important. No, look, I always wanted to be a Bible scholar. And my motto, let me play this, because this is page one, and you you always going to learn. When you're you going to learn today. you going to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I always wanted to be a, a one of them. Well, well, well. Uh, chapter two, verse seven. Say God blew, blew, blew into his nostrils the breath of life. You know, and that's what I got for y'all now. See, when you're learning, man, now you got something. You got smoke for these guys out here. He said his nostrils. He ain't say his mouth. He ain't say no either. He said from. The, look, what well, he said. The Lord formed the man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, okay? From the dust, from the dust of the ground and God breathed the breath of life into man. Keep that in mind, from the dust, from the ground, God breathed into the breath of life into man. Um, one thing we wanna talk about too there is God breathing life and um, you know your boy heavy hand I always trying to give y'all a little something special I, I came across this in my research i thought it was pretty cool and i think my boy riding along with me he'll really appreciate this let's talk about god breathing life into you and just breathing in general right let's listen
5: guys i don't know for sure if this is true but it's a pretty neat thought nonetheless all right have you listened to yourself breathe all right like Way Yahweh Yahweh, is it possible that we're saying Yahweh? And did y'all know that God breathed life into us? And if it is, we're saying His name every time we breathe. That's just a neat thought. I don't know if it's true or not, but Yahweh is the name of God. One of the names.
1: But love you. <laughs> you know, pretty cool. I I I think it's cool. Um. Gene, I mean Draper, what you think about that?
4: Love it, love it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I
4: Last for me,
1: boss. I was
4: thinking it definitely.
1: No doubt, no doubt. I thought you'd appreciate that. I'm gonna get to it though, man. I'm gonna put you back on hold, but I'm gonna get to you. Um. So yeah, I I thought that was. Pretty interesting um little fun fact there's just 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 something fun that we can appreciate about the Lord. But let's get into this chapter two, man, and let's let's get into where the meat is. Let's get into chapter two. I mean let's get into part two. This is gonna be verses uh eleven through twenty five and we'll get into the to the real meat of this
2: conversation. The name of the first is Pison. That is it which encompasseth the whole land of Havilah where there is gold. And the gold of that land is good. There is Delium, and the Onyx stone. And the name of the second river is Gihon, the same is it that compasseth the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Hidekel, that is it which goeth toward the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man, and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air, and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature that was the name thereof. And Adam gave names to all cattle, and to the fowl of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam there was not found an help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs, and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. And they were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed.
1: All right, all right, all right. Few things, few things. Now, I burnt up a lot of time in my research doing this show. Um... Talking about these, these four rivers that were coming out of the Garden of Eden, four heads, and uh, look, from all the stuff I come across, look, it's it's, a lot of it's over there, the Jordan River. Another thing um, I I came across is that the earth was likely differently formed at the time. It wasn't in the same shape it is now. I'm going to leave that to, for your own research. I, I suggest everybody go out there. There's a lot of conversation about these four rivers, the location of Eden today, and I think it can be narrowed down. Havala, uh, this is still, these are regions in, in the Middle East that are still there today. Um, but these rivers and, and the talks of these rivers, some are not. And these are, you know, this is the the, the earth. Having different shapes and transforming over time, so that's that's something I took away from that that second verse. Uh, the big the crux of this all, right? Woman coming into creation, right? God said it was good for man to be alone. He needed help. Meet uh, God. God more than once talks about you know, hey, he needs help. It's not good for them. God is noticing this. Now, <laughs> I got something for y'all, boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, this one. Now, you you've asked yourself, uh, why why does this stain for 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 homosexuality? Homosexuality has always been a hot topic over the existence of the world, right? So let's just toss this thought around. God didn't necessarily create woman to for Adam to have sex with. He said he needs self. He it's not enough for him to be alone. And God could have done far less work, just making another man. He already did that before. Let me go and give us some more dirt up, some mist, make a man. He got a homeboy with him, plenty company. But God specifically made it a woman, though. Now, earlier in the show, we talked about how, you know, God is a far more in our image than we think, in my estimation. And with that said, I'll go out on the limb and say, you know, God's not uh transgender. He yeah, he has a preference. Because he made he could have made a man. But he didn't. Now let me bring my boy in, and that ain't even my my big point, Gene. Now, now, what you think about that? Oh, my man ain't there. That's all right. But we we gonna we gonna gonna stay there for a second. He could have made a, a man, but he didn't. But woman is being created. So so let's get into to that thought. Let's get into that thought, and here's where I where I ponder the question of the night, and why I say women are the most special creation on earth, because up until this point, God has created the animals from from the ground. He's created all the fowl, fowl of the air from the dirt of the ground. He's created Adam. He's brought all the, the animals to Adam and let Adam name them. He's created everything at this point and Adam has a lot of juice. Gene, you with me? Yeah, okay. So did you did you hear that last part, man?
4: No, I just want to just take brother.
1: So so let me run this by you, man. So and this is the the, the easy this is the beginning of my question I'm posing. Okay. Now, there, there's a lot of question about homosexuality, right? Now, yes, we don't, and, 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 and in new new church these days, we're kind of like, hey, look, God be the judge. I, I don't judge homosexuals, whatever, whatever. Um, you know, that's not my preference. That's kind of how we usually have that situation. So when God created woman, he could have just, now, he didn't create woman for Adam to have sex with. God says, God, he needs help. He needs to help me. He's not good for him to be alone. God is is seeing Adam. He's out here naming Adam, animals. He's tending to the fields, whatever, whatever. And God notices he needs help. God says this more than once. He didn't say he needs a person to have sex with. So why didn't God just make another man? Because he already made a man. It could have been easy for him, right? Just get some more dirt. Uh, You know, and just make another
4: a man for him. Why do you make him a homie? Um, okay. Um, So, i get your question. Um, uh-huh. I think, I think if, if you go kind of back to the theme of everything, you know, or oh, well, we got I uh, verse two, I mean, no, we don't get there yet. Okay. So, when you move forward, uh, no, no, we do get there. Verse one, we get there. So okay, so remember we off the air we were talking about that that word replenish. Mhm. Okay, so back in verse verse one, when God said, "You know, replenish the earth." So so a um you did create Adam a mate um uh, included in that um uh, because the actual point of this is to uh you know multiply um just like the, the 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 seed bearing plants were created right um so that that plant can drop the seed and make the, the next you know the next generation of that plant um so under the the kind of guidelines that we see using um you know be, and with the same similar you know functionality that that um uh along with uh what, is, what God is creating uh all together here. So so I think that 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 question is, is fair. Um but when we look at, you know, the way that God has said it, is said And the things that God is saying, you know, uh, reproduction is definitely a part of, you know, creation, you know, so, it, um, so much of it that's going to but, I mean, You could know,
1: and I don't know if God has, has said that to man yet. But but and also, because could just could have been. Yeah, now I know this is, sounds weird, but it could have made a man
4: be able to reproduce. Could have, could have. Um, but he didn't. Um, so so we don't know what, what, the what he could have did. Um, but but he didn't. Um, he, he created a woman um, from the man, and one of the functions, uh, definitely the function, uh, function of a woman, is to be a mate and a helpmate as that, uh, at that. So, um, yes, you could create a homie, but he didn't he created a woman. which was a beautiful thing if you ask me, you know, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I just think that if you, we follow in the, the narrative and what God is doing, you know, everything that he's creating has the ability to reproduce. Um, so with Adam, you know, uh, he also created Adam and then gave him the ability to reproduce.
1: Boom, boom, right. So it's very in earlier in the show. I'm gonna put you on hold right now, G, because your your audio ain't the greatest. I'm gonna come back to you. Don't stick with me because we gotta get we almost to the to the boom of this thing. We almost to the yes, boom. But yes, very beautiful thing. Um, so earlier in the show we talked about uh, God being creating us in his image is far more literal than figurative speech. Um, him creating a woman, I believe, is is, is especially special. <clears throat> because, like we're posing the question now, I could have just created my buddy. Sure, the guy could reproduce. for this. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't have been called gay. But, you know, a woman is special. He, he made her especially for men. And that's what we're getting to. So, Today's, today's title is Women Are a Special Creation, and uh, I got a little, a little audio um, on to tell exactly why, and we'll talk about it. Um, up until this point, everything that's been created, animals, the trees, the flowers, man, Adam, has been created from the ground, dirt, but then we have women. And let's talk about it.
5: And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh thereof instead of thereof. Okay? But if you go before that, Adam was made by ground. And then God also, also in in verse 19, and out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them to Adam. So basically every creature that was made, including Adam, was made out of the ground. So man was made out of the ground, Uh, every beast in the field was made out of the ground, every fowl was made out of the ground, and everything was brought to Adam. So everything at that point was made from the ground. However, when God put Adam to sleep, he took one of his ribs. And from the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, made a woman. He made a woman not out of the ground like everybody, like everything else. No. He made woman out of man's rib. And woman is the only creature the only creature that was made from a rib. That is special. God made women especially for man. And God made the woman out of the rib. And like I mentioned before in the prior uh, video, it would have been very easy or easier for God to make another man, so that man would have company, right? That's what God. God said, "Man should not live, you know, by themselves." So He, God, simply could have made another man, more, more, more men. But no, He was bothered, and that's why He mentioned it twice. I have to make a suitable help of a man. So this was something that God had to contemplate. It wasn't just making of another man, like a cookie cutter. So women, women have a special place in God, in God's mind. Because God specially made woman. From a rib, not from the ground. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn
1: today. All right, all right, all right. So... What we uncovered man, I don't think nobody I have never heard this talked about in all of my travels woman on this earth is the only thing that is not created from ground now draper you you, you got to do it for me now what's up with that
4: I uh, man, man um I have never uh, I, I was- that I never thought about that. This is all, you know, eye opening for me. Uh, I'm, I'm, sheesh, man. Um, my wheels are turning, brother. My wheels are turning at this point.
1: Man, so you know what we uncovered today, man, is that I mean, every every animal that on the earth is created from the ground, man. But woman is created from flesh of a man. Uh I am a little you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm surprised it's never been uncovered. So, you know, definitely uh eye opening man. Gene, you got you got anything on that, man?
4: Well you know, man, I tells you my well is there. Um you know, it makes sense, man. It makes sense. Uh dang, I wish I had. <laughs> you know, I, hate to, I hate to not be able to add anything fresh to it, but it, just, the thought is so fresh, man. Because then, you know, what my mind goes to is uh, okay, she's not. She, she, so so it this a. And this is just my mind went to. So is, is this the family relationship? Right as lined up to the Bible, where you know uh, the, the God is the head of man, right? Man was created God's image and God's likeness. Um, you can argue, I, I guess, uh, figuratively uh, created f- from man, uh, from God to some, you know uh, to some degree. And then when you get to woman being pulled out of man, God not breathing into uh, her nostrils right, uh, or, or maybe I'm missing it, but uh, being pulled from the rib of a man and being the head of, of her, um, you know, it, it, it seemed to me that in that, God is, is, is beginning to show us the structure of um, of marriage and family, right, um, just from, from uh, the, you know, because when we move forward from that, then you get the man plants and see and the woman. And then you know gestation and baby time, right? So it's like um, the man actually, and it's so crazy, but I think everybody be able to kind of go with me. And this is not a point that I'm, I'm making. You know, this is what the Bible says. It just seems to me that you know the man has the woman inner in him, and God pulled it out, and and this was the first uh birth uh, to some degree and then moving forward from there, the woman uh, continues on in that tradition, not necessarily a red being taken from but something growing inside of her and having to come out in order, to, you know, for a new life to exist. And I, I might be going way off course, but that's just kinda of what um the thought that it provoked for me.
1: You gonna learn today. You're gonna to learn today. Yeah, man. I think that's that's gonna be an eye opener for everyone. But there you have it, guys. That is chapter two, Genesis one, chapter two, man, in the beginning series with your boy Heavy J. Um again we gonna be checking in for it. Uh please continue to listen. Uh be checking in for it. All the shows on the on the network. The network is booming. Uh Check for Stictury. Check for Things Your Pastor Won't Tell You with Israel Benjamin. Check for Sunday Service, which will be coming out tomorrow with my man Juan Draper doing his thing. Check for Married Couples Anonymous, which should be dropping early this week. And of course, we're checking for your boy, Heavy Handed Jay, as we continue to walk through the In the Beginning series. And we got some stuff lined up for you, man, but look, sooner or later in this thing, Adam and Eve going to get kicked out. And God going to tell
0: you.
1: They're going to get kicked up out of there, bro. And so uh, we're going to continue reading along until we get to that point. And we're going to have some fun with it. Kawhi, say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> My man. Until the next time, man, it has been a blast. And, um, Man. Yahweh. Yahweh. Maybe it is. So um breathing's always a good thing. you know when you ain't breathing, thing gets really bad in about a minute or two. So <clears throat> until the next time, man. I'm gonna give you a little Mahalia. You know, Mahalia get too deep, but we're gonna give you a little bit. Till next time. Heavy handed J, Wildest Flock Network, page one Bible study.
0: Dove Trouble.